This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. In 1995, Tom Tyler was a psychology professor at UC Berkeley. On July 1st, he got a letter from F.C. Now he was writing back. This was no ordinary correspondence. F.C. is how the Unabomber signed his bombs. I mean, I had no reason to think the Unabomber knew who I was or would send me anything. So at the time, I'm just very fortunate that I'm not dead because the last person before me got a bomb. The Unabomber began sending mail bombs in 1978. He'd sent more than a dozen over those 17 years, sometimes with long, dormant periods in between. But he'd become active again in the mid-90s. Four bombs had exploded in the past two years, and the last two had been fatal. An advertising executive in North Carolina was killed in December 1994, and a timber industry lobbyist in Sacramento died in April of 1995. That brought the Unabomber's death toll to three, with several others badly injured. But this was different. With Tom Tyler, he wanted to make a point. He sent his 56-page essay, Industrial Society and Its Future. That's the same one he'd sent to the New York Times and the Washington Post, saying he'd stop his terror campaign if they printed it. The FBI called it the Unabomber Manifesto. He also sent Tyler a note. And the FBI confirmed the whole thing really did come from the Unabomber. Why did he send me the manifesto and not send me a bomb? It's because he considered me to be a colleague. That is, what he wrote in his note to me was kind of like you would write to one of your colleagues and say, hey, I I read your, your comment and I think you're wrong and I want to explain why you're wrong. Tyler was one of several psychologists who'd been quoted by the Chronicle in an article on May 1st that used the Unabomber and the bombing of a federal building in Oklahoma City as examples of a general social malaise in America. Tyler had said that both the Unabomber and terrorist Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber, had an exaggerated, irrational fear of a monolithic world order, whether that meant the government or a technological elite. The Unabomber wrote to Tyler to complain that psychologists made a mistake by only focusing on irrational motivations. There's rational motivations, too, he wrote. And so he said, you know, you're a psychologist. You think and you said that something, somebody's not happy. There's something wrong with them. And don't you see that actually people aren't happy because of society? It's not them. And so, you know, that could have been an exchange at a faculty meeting between a psychologist and a sociologist. Except the sociologist probably wouldn't be a serial killer. Or at least you'd hope not. I've never been to a faculty meeting, but if they're anything like most other meetings, they're bad enough. Anyway, Tyler wrote back to the Unabomber. He called it an open letter, and the Chronicle printed it on July 4th, 1995. 
Tyler made it clear he condemned the bombing campaign. It's wrong to hurt and kill people, of course, but also, he wrote, no one's ever convinced of anything by violence. He did admit that the Unabomber had made a good point. Yes. I mean, I did read his manifesto, and I do think that you can make a case that problems that people have in our society are caused by the the bad structure of society, and there's the fact that you're unhappy doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong with you. The same manifesto that the Unabomber sent to Tyler was published in the New York Times and the Washington Post in September of 1995, at the urging of the FBI and Attorney General Janet Reno. They hoped that someone would be able to identify the author, and that's what happened. David Kaczynski, a social worker in Albany, New York, read the manifesto at the urging of his wife, Linda Patrick, who suspected the author might be David's older brother, Ted, who had cut ties with them a few years before. David recognized his brother's writing and alerted authorities. After several more months of investigation, the FBI arrested Ted Kaczynski at his remote cabin in Montana on April 3, 1996. In 1998, Kaczynski pleaded guilty to murder and bomb-making, and he was sentenced to life without parole. Tom Tyler says the Unabomber never tried to contact him again. After all, he says, conversation wasn't really Ted Kaczynski's strong suit. I found it odd, reading excerpts from the Unabomber's manifesto 24 years later, The web was in its infancy when it was published. The technological world we're living in was just starting to take shape. In light of the issues and problems arising out of big tech, I kept finding myself thinking, gee, he has a point. Which was a little unsettling, but even at the time, the manifesto was recognized by many as a brilliant essay. Here's Tom Tyler. You know, there are a lot of people out there that write brilliant things. His fatal weakness was not a lack of brilliance, but a lack of a sense of how to turn these ideas into some kind of an effective way to influence society, to get people to listen to him and think about what he was saying. Ted Kaczynski is serving his sentence in Florence, Colorado. Early in his term, he reportedly formed a close friendship with Timothy McVeigh, the Oklahoma City bomber. Tom Tyler is a professor at Yale Law School, one who corresponded with the Unabomber and lived to tell about it. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.